Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. It is very much chaos today. I am feeling inspired. I wanted to share some more about the process of my personal journey through this uh, divorce that I'm going through. Uh, the last episode that I did about it, which was completely off the cuff, I wasn't going to publish it. I literally sent it to my assistant and said, listen to it, see if it's worth publishing, and then I'll just trust your judgment. And she did. And I've gotten great feedback and support. And so uh, to that, I am grateful. And so today I'm feeling inspired to share more. Now, my case is sealed. So there's not a lot I can talk about but I can talk about how I'm feeling and the things I'm navigating. And so personally today, I'm feeling a a bit defeated. Today was supposed to be my final mediation. I've, uh, I filed for divorce, uh, July 2nd. And so, uh, the date of this recording is May 4th. So for you, star Wars fans, may the fourth be with you. (laughs) It was not with me today. Uh, so I'm going to talk about having a plan and preparing for it all. So for those of you who have heard this podcast before, you know, I'm very organized. I do my due diligence. I leave no stone unturned and I was ready. I was ready to, uh, be disappointed. I was ready for settlement. I, I was ready. I prepared myself in all aspects of an outcome that is just so unknown. I've been living in such a state of limbo because nothing is ever guaranteed, especially when you're going through the legal process, because there's so many different things that can happen. So many different factors. I've got four lawyers, got two in Florida, I've got two in Texas. There's, you know, the combo of both, you know, laws and things that we have to abide by. And it gets very complicated. So going in, I've had the meetings. I had the plan. I did the prep, but no matter what, you cannot expect someone else to do the same thing. And today it was one of those things where we did everything we wanted to do. We prepared, we notified, but still just the outcome just didn't happen. At first I wasn't surprised. I was ready to just see where it went, prepared to elongate the process if I needed to, and also try to prepare myself for uh, the ending of my marriage today and 
coming to a settlement and, and moving forward. So I, you know, trying to compartmentalize that is so difficult and it's so complicated. And for those of you who have gone through a divorce, it's, there's nothing simple about it. No matter if you're in a, a marriage that just, you guys just didn't see eye to eye and you part ways and you're amicable, or if it's tumultuous and you hate each other, there's still some sort of grieving process that goes with it. There's still a sense of loss when it comes to not being married anymore. Possibly I enjoyed the married life. I enjoyed being married and being a wife and all the things, um, the marriage clearly we are, you know, going separate ways. So clearly it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, but the, the possibility of not being married and the end of something, whether it be good or bad, it's still, uh, daunting and it's a change. Uh, I've been living in a state of limbo where I don't know if I'm going to live in the house. I don't know where my kids will go to school. I don't know what car I'm going to drive and the timeline. And I'm a planner. It kills me that I can't plan. It kills me that I can't prepare my kids for any and all scenarios. They're too young to understand. Uh, it could be this, or it could be that they're very, you know, tell me what's going on. Uh, they ask questions and sometimes I just have to answer. I don't know. And it's a difficult answer for them to accept, but it's better than lying to them. So honestly, today was a disappointment. It was finished before it really even got started. Uh, presenting what I thought was a pretty clear cut thing became a huge screeching halt to where if you're not prepared or if you have a different perspective and view over how things are supposed to be, it just shows that everyone has their own way of thinking and their own way of doing things. And the outcome will never look the same to the same person. And I'm feeling saddened by the fact that it's not going to be done. There's no resolution. There's no closure. It's going to be another, you know, path and road that we have to navigate. And let me tell you, it's not going to be an easy one, but at the same time, at least I know that things won't change, but going through something like this with such uncertainty with logistics. I, you know, I'm a very mechanical person. I like to know how things work. I like to know what it looks like. You know, when I first went down this path before I decided to, to file and, and make the decision, uh, to leave my marriage, I asked for a roadmap from my attorney. I asked, I said, you know, give me a roadmap. I'm not going to hold you to it. I'm not going to say, well, you said this and this didn't happen. So you're wrong. I just wanted a roadmap. I wanted all the 
different paths that could possibly happen. I want the straightforward. I want the windy. I want the in and around or the roundabout that you keep going around. I want every scenario because I don't like surprises. And if something happens, I don't have to be like, well, you know, you said that this could happen. So I'm prepared. And today I went in with a 50, 50 split in my mind and I didn't want to completely be pessimistic and I didn't want to be overly optimistic because then I'm just setting myself up for disappointment. And it's been a few hours and it hit me that I, it's just so frustrating. It's very frustrating that, uh, our legal system is so slow, add the pandemic into it, which I feel is on the tail end. So it, can't be really much of an excuse much longer. And I am grateful that, you know, now you can do mediations and, and court hearings and all sorts of things is via zoom. Cause I was in legal for 10 plus years and it was a way different scenario where remote anything was advanced. And now it's, you know, get into a room, go into a break room on a breakout room in zoom. And then, you, you know, off to the races you go and having so many options and so many opinions, it gets very overwhelming. And for me personally, numbers, money, finances, that is not something that's in my wheelhouse. It's just not my forte. It intimidates me. It makes my head hurt. Uh, I'm good with everything else, but honestly, I mean, unfortunately, when you're going through something like this, it becomes more of like a business transaction. Uh, and it makes it a little bit easier to, to look at, but you know, there's so many personal factors that go into it. You've got children, you've got dogs, you've got property, you've got memories, you've got all the things that you're still trying to navigate and go through. And it just sucks. It just sucks that Today, I'm not calling it a defeat. It's just more of a roadblock and it will end eventually. It just sucks because it, it just ended exactly, I think, how I thought it would. And I was hoping to be surprised and expect the unexpected kind of thing. And when you're going through something like this, you're angry, you're sad, you're excited, you're worn out. It's just a cycle of different types of emotions. And honestly, where I'm sitting, it's, I have a lot of endurance. It's not like I'm just going to throw my hands up and be like, okay, whatever you want to get it going. I mean, I want to do right by my children. I want to do right by me. I want to stand up for the things that I truly believe in and want. I am not opposed to giving here and giving there, but you have to go through the process of sticking your boundaries, sticking your ground going with your gut and knowing what's right. And I think for me today, I'm just disappointed um, in some of the things that came up where you 
get married to a person where you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody. And then of course that's a fairy tale and statistics show that, you know, 50% of marriages fail. And so the odds are really stacked against you anyway, but you don't ever want to go into something like that, uh, with that view. And so you would hope and pray going through something like this, you can put not, I wouldn't say emotion aside because it is an emotional thing, but putting away ill feelings, remembering and being practical, realistic, and logical about the future. And some are just so stuck in what's happening right now that you can't see the future. Now we don't have a crystal ball, but you can plan everyone, even in business, you have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a three-year plan, a 15-year plan. You make plans and not being able to see past the anger or the hurt or the ego, I think it just severely hurts all parties involved directly, indirectly overcomplicates things. And so I thought I would just share in the moment how I'm feeling without giving away too much. And I know it's a little bit cryptic, but I know that you guys can read and in between the lines and things like that. And, you know, it makes me sad that even after all the things that have happened this past year, the past 14 years, that there's no path to just be successful in moving things along in a nice, healthy way and remembering the three reasons why we should just put on our adult pants and look at things with as clear a lens as we can. Um, you know, I'm a little worn out. I've had the kids a lot of the time. Uh, I'm used to that. My soon to BX has been traveled a lot. I was with the kids a lot. That's no change. It's just with the added stress and added tasks and added role of playing. I'm not going to say both parents because I'll never replace their father, but most of the time when you're a single parent, you have to be mom and dad. You have to be good cop and bad cop and find a really great balance between them. And before it was me really playing the good cop where, you know, I felt like I had to please them and make things better for them. Uh, and he played the role of the bad cop, the disciplinarian, the things like that. And so now coming out of a role where I was so lenient to where I have to be more, you know, stern and, you know, forthright 
with discipline or, or stand my ground, I guess. And where no means no, it's, it's, it's a difficult line to toe because with the kids and going through a massive change, like a divorce, you are empathetic to them. You want to make it better. You want to be, you want to make it better. You want to make them happy, but at the same time, you can't do that all the time. And they go through a lot. And so you make the excuse of, well, they're going through a lot. And so there's an excuse there and you let things slide. But at the same time, when you do that so much, there's still uh, a place for parenting and there's still a place to really have to put your foot down and possibly become the bad guy when you're trying to just make it better. And that just puts a lot of strain on me personally with everything else that's going on. And so for those of you who are in the same boat or have gone through it, I, man, I empathize with you. I think that, you know, we all think that our situation is like the worst situation ever. Um, and comparatively speaking, you know, some, some might not have as many hurdles and, uh, elements to the process as I do. Uh, but in the end, it's just a difficult path to go on, whether it's amicable, whether it's tumultuous, uh, so you're not alone. There's lots of twists and turns. It'll get better. I'll go to sleep tonight. I'll feel better tomorrow. But going in with expectations of whichever way it could go, you know, up or down, and no matter even if it goes the way that you think it's going to go, there's still disappointment. There's still sadness. There's frustration. There's confusion on what else could have been done. However, I do know I have done my due diligence. I covered every base you could think of and extra and uh, over-prepared. So remembering that everyone functions the way that I function. And so, you know, that comes with some delays and that comes with lessons and we will just have to see what tomorrow brings. So I felt inspired to come on and share my thoughts. It could be confusing. It could resonate with you. It could sound like a, you know, Oh, woe was me. But honestly, I felt that because of the reception of the solo episode that I did navigating divorce and the chaos and just sharing how I'm feeling, I felt like I should come on and share how I feel now. It's raw, it's real, and it's the best I can do for now. So let me know if you like this episode. Let me know if you hate this episode. I enjoy hearing from everybody, uh, whether that be via DM, via email, via text. I 
know that I have such a great community that supports me and keeps up with me and checks in. And I'm going to do a shout out to team. Awesome. If you're listening and I know that tomorrow will be better and it will be, it's a temporary thing. I understand that. And I was told that actually when Eliana, my almost seven-year-old next week, uh, was in the NICU, I felt like it would never end. And I was told, you know, once it does, it's going to be like a blip. And you know what? It is like a blip. Like she's going to be seven. She was just born. It felt like she was just born yesterday and that we were in the NICU for almost a month and dealing with that and felt like we would never leave. And I know that this will be a similar experience. And so I hold on to that, leave you with that. And I will catch you on the next episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the chaos and cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.